Blog Talk Radio. Dig it! Welcome to the Atomic Drop Show, live on Blog Talk Radio. Your number one source for wrestling news, interviews, and analysis. You better listen to this. Hey everybody, this is Sunny, the original diva of the WWE, and you're listening to the Atomic Drop Show. Don't go away. This is the Slash of the Slicer, the Dicer, the Ripper, the Sweater, the Love Taker, the Money Maker, the Honey Shaker. My name is Lauren Brooks, a past interviewer for TNA Wrestling, and you are listening to the Atomic Drop Show. You can be part of the show by calling in at area code 646-915-9116. This is Evan McLeod from NWA New York. The Rock Superstar Chaos. Sid Vicious. Chris Hammer. The Hardcore Homo Angel. This is Jimmy Jacobs. GQ Money here, revenant on Atomic Drop Show. Tune in. Shame it. The Celtic Warrior. Yeah. And now, here are your hosts. Justin Todd and Kyle Crew, little Hello, everybody, and welcome to another edition of the Atomic Drop Show. My name is Kyle Cruz. Justin Time will be here momentarily. I don't know what his deal is. He's late again for another show, man. I, I, I swear, I can't can't fix this guy. He's, he's always either going off on somebody or call, always calling in late. Whatever it is. Hopefully he'll be on in a minute. And in fact, you know what? I think this is him right here. Justin, are you there? Yeah, this is Justin. Justin, sorry. I, see, now, you did a little bit better because you're only about a minute late to the show, not 20 minutes like you were last week. I'm sorry about being only a minute late. I apologize. Technical difficulties. No, I, I, I understand, man. I tried to cover for you. No, not really. I just pretty much buried you on the air, but it's okay. You just know the time. It's all right. So what's up? What's going on, man? Nothing much. Not much. Just you know, just chilling out. Really. Got the like I said last week. Said farewell to my uh, high school chorus teacher. It meant a lot to me. Felt good to you know say goodbye and pay tribute. And and hopefully uh, you know everything is is clear. I mean we we had our discussion off the air about what happened last week and uh you know hopefully you're in a better mood this week than you have been over the past few weeks because you know uh last night we had raw you know they had the whole nxt follow-up and everything and i know that you're pretty excited to talk about that right 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 i mean you caught me in a good mood this week i mean there's i can't think of anything bad that's happening right now i mean Life's pretty oh, good. Oh, and and, 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 you know what, yes, Raw just happened last night, and actually, Sunday night, there was a TNA pay-per-view, and I know you really want to talk about that as well, right? There was a what? There was a TNA pay-per-view. You know, TNA, Total Marathon Action Wrestling? Yeah, it was Slammiversary number eight. Eight years they've been around. Slammiversary. Yes, Slammiversary. I know... I know. Just, just, just roll with it, man. Just roll with it. Slammiversary? Seriously? I, yeah. This this is the same company that has two pay-per-views named after, like, uh, after Phil Collins songs. You have Genesis and you have, uh, the, what, Against All Odds. So, it, um, yeah, it's pretty much not a good thing. This company needs better, uh, you know, the... The thing is with with TNA, and and I will say this quick point, and I, I I swear I will just 
leave it alone. But TNA has all of these like pornographic, these borderline pornographic names like, you know, sacrifice and like bound for glory. You have like names like hard justice. They 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 might seem a little you know, uh, they might have have a little pornographic you know tinge to them. I don't know why. Seems kind of weird. Just doesn't sound right, man. They, it really doesn't. What was that last one you said? Hard justice. Hard justice. Yeah. That's TNA for you, baby. That's what your mother yeah. was screaming to me last night. Now, now, I know that somewhere out there, the future Mrs. Time is listening to that, and I'm pretty sure that she wouldn't approve of that. No, no, she doesn't really care. Oh, see. oh all right, all right, well. I'm glad to know that that uh, that she's so loose like that. I mean, you know, like loose is in like she doesn't care, not like you know the good kind of loose. Right, right. All right, so I I I hope it wasn't too much, but I, I had my quick two minutes of TNA talk, and it was even bearing TNA, so you should be in a really great mood tonight. So there's no I, excuse, no reason for you for, for you to get all up in arms and all. All pissy about talking about CNA, all right? All right. I mean, I, I mean, I'm feeling good right now. I mean, it's, we're doing all right. I mean, we've got 54 minutes left to, have to talk to you, and life will be good. Yes. Yes. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Now I can get out of my life and actually sit down and do something I enjoy. Hmm. It's times like this where if you were getting paid, I would take away your paycheck. Seriously. Yeah, well. You know what, dude? Yeah. I, you know, I, I'm I, just before we go on to, I believe that we are a week away. We are a, a week away from uh, our two-year anniversary doing the show. Is it really a week away? I, I it. It is next week. Next week would be our two-year anniversary of doing the show. I know it two years, doesn't seem like two years next week. Two years next week. I know it doesn't seem like it because we don't have any chemistry at all. But yeah, it's been two years. We're gonna have to throw a party. I think we might have to throw a party next week. I think I like that. future Mrs. Time. We're gonna have to start to throw a party. Invite all your friends over. She's going to get right on that. She's on the phone okay. right now making plans. Hey, well, be sure to, to you know, call up uh, Jimmy Z so we can cater the party, you know. Oh, without a doubt. I mean, uh, the legendary Mr. Z is back in existence, without a doubt. Back in he's existence. From, I... He's back from his tour of Greece. Greece is where he went. Oh, man, I forgot about that. Greece. Wow, nice. Quite a nice trip. You know, I think this is the longest we've gone without a caller. I don't know. Well, I, I actually, I know why, because you haven't given out the phone number once yet. The number is area code 646-915-9116. Once again, the number is 646-915-9116. We could talk about the NXT follow-up from last night. We could talk about this 
situation with Brian Danielson. You could talk a little TNA if you so choose. You could talk about Fatal Four, whatever you want. Call us up and talk about it. Area code six four six nine one five nine one one six. Also, before we get started, too, have to give big, big props to our good friends at Steel Cage Radio. SteelCageRadio.com is where you need to go. And they just came out with three, like what, three episodes all at once. And I believe it's episode twenty-seven. Episode twenty-seven. It's the one. Uh, I believe most of the focus is on Mr. Anderson and TNA, but I believe in the beginning of the show, you know, like the first 10 or 15 minutes, they, they've been talking about uh, our show, and they even play a clip of the show, and those, those guys are just amazing. Degenerate John and Dee do a fantastic job over there. And, um, yeah, you know, just check those guys out. Justin, did you happen to uh, take a listen to that show? I listened to a little bit of it, yes, yes, and... Uh... I mean, again, they are by far, like, I, we say that Takaris is a super fan of the group. I think they may be the super sponsor of the group. I like that. Super sponsors of the group. I like that. I like that a lot, actually. Love those guys. They are, without a doubt, probably the best authority in California wrestling besides yourself. I I I, I will gladly... Pass that along to Degenerate John and Didi. They cover the SoCal indie scene like no other people I've heard, and those guys are amazing. Once again, SeelCageRadio.com. Is there anybody else? I was going to say, I hope in the near future that we'll be able to have a good partnership with them. Oh, well, we we already have a tremendous partnership with them, and, you know, I know that John and Didi have appeared on this show uh, a couple times, and Maybe we can reach another favor and be on their show. So stay on the lookout for that. We'll definitely make an announcement if uh, those plans come to fruition. But, Justin, is there any anyone else that you have to send a shout-out to, a, a special thank you to before we uh, really delve into things here? Oh, without a doubt. All right, now I'd like to give a shout-out out to The Shadowy Flight, the official Knight Rider podcast of Knight Rider. <sighs> the official Knight Rider podcast of Knight Rider? That's right. Yes. I, all right, just thought I was confused for a minute. Turns out you were. I mean, okay. No, 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 no. They cover. They actually covered David Hasselhoff on Raw, oh, and it was by far they said the greatest appearance ever of a Knight Rider cast member. I doubt there would be many. Oh, it's true. It's true, and I'm not saying Kurt Angle true, but. I love those guys over there. By the way, Kurt Angle say, says it's real now, but all right. Yeah, so be it. All right. Anybody else before we go ahead and, and get started? Uh, No, I think that's about it. All right. All right. Well, check those two shows out, Shadowy Flight, My Rider Podcast, and SealCageRadio.com. So let's go ahead and get started. Yeah. All right. I want to question some... Okay. This is breaking news right now. You know I don't like to cover TNA news. But this just came over the wire right now. What is your breaking news? It says that uh, ProWrestling.net, the word backstage at TNA Impact is that Scott Hall is no longer working for the company. That's a big loss. 
and hopefully you, you can tell that there is a little bit of sarcasm in my voice. That that means nothing at all. Scott Hall added Jack to the company, him and uh, Sean Waltman. And, uh, Kevin Nash isn't really down to that level yet, but he's, he's pretty close. But uh, Scott Hall, he's... You know, he's unfortunately he has this demon of of, of drinking and, and and all that, and then, you know I hope that he gets better. But man, he was in no position to be a champion, much less in a prominent role on on uh, on TV with any company. And yeah, that that's that's a shame I that mean, he was even hired. But yeah. I have to agree. I mean, he like you said, he contributed absolutely nothing to the show except just being the random drunk on the show. Pretty much. He's kind of like the resident Jake the Snake Roberts. Every wrestling freaking uh, company needs to have the residential drunk. Yay. Did you just say residential drunk gay? Because I I don't know if we... uh, No, that would slip my tongue. Yeah, quite literally, I hope. Very much so. There you go. All right, that's all the TNA news I can stomach before I throw up in my mouth. By, by the way, uh, Scott Hall was he 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 was fired. The reason was is that um, he was arrested on what was that? I think it was like a day or two before the sacrifice pay per view last month, and he didn't inform the company of it. And that company officials found out by reading the report online, and so I'm, I'm sure that was that added to a couple of, of reasons. But you know, Scott Hall no longer a, a member of TNA Wrestling, and I say good riddance. Now we got to talk about this. This whole Brian Danielson thing over the weekend. I think it was what Friday, maybe Saturday. Danielson was quote unquote fired or released from WWE. He was wished the best in his future endeavors on WWE.com. And there, and the speculation has been over the past few days, was this release legit? In your opinion, Justin, uh, based off of what we've seen last night and, and, and everything that has happened on, with outside sources like Twitter and everything like that, do you think Brian Danielson is really released? Is this, a shoot, or is this part of a larger plan at work, do you think? Well, right now on WrestleZone.com, there is a letter. All right. The title of it, Email Links Linda McMahon's Campaign to Brian Danielson, or Danielson's Release. And this letter was sent out to uh, everybody who's been trying to campaign with Linda. And I'm going to read this out to you right now. To whom it may concern, I am a campaign worker for Linda McMahon's Senate campaign in Stanford, Connecticut, and I want to pass this information along to you. I am not a, quote, fan, end quote, of Mrs. McMahon's family business by any means, but I also do not like to see people's livelihoods taken away from them because of someone's political ambitions. In regards to the release for former Daniel Bryan, uh, this release decision was made by Mr. David Capilla. C-A-P-P-I-E-L-L-O, the new campaign manager for Mrs. McMahon. After viewing the video of the incident of someone being choked and spat on Mr. Mr. Capolo, advised the campaign 
that this could have a very negative repercussions to the campaign as a whole. It was his decision that many in the media would use this against Mrs. McMahon in her campaign because it's a violent nature and it would bring up memories of the Chris Benoit tragedy, which the campaign has tried very hard to distance itself from. He also felt it would significantly hurt her stance on the family values to be associated with a product marked towards children that allow its performers to openly spit upon the faces of one another. It was this decision that led to the performers being released to the show that, that, uh, that released to the show the media Mrs. McMahon does not tolerate or approve such behavior. I'm sending you this this from a temporary email address. I will not answer further questions. I just thought that the truth should be out there. This is not a rampant speculation. For those of you who print this or not, it's entirely up to you. A couple things there. A couple things there. And and, and you and I both have, uh, ha- have joined this group on Facebook. Folks, if you go on Facebook right now, if you get interactive as we used to like to say around here, you will find a group called, uh, what is that? uh, What's the group called again? Uh, Parents Against Thai Violence. Parents Against Thai Violence. And, yeah, what happened is, if you didn't see Raw last, last week, and I'm pretty sure that you could probably find it on YouTube Plus, um uh just where wherever Justin Roberts the ring announcer was on the outside getting choked by his own tie and making the he he sold it well because Brian Danielson was to, was choking the life out of uh, of Justin Robertson and he was selling it like crazy making the craziest face and, and making a really believable sound effects here as he was getting choked and Nobody really made a big deal out of it up up until he was released on what Friday or Saturday. And my thing is, is that okay? You want to distance yourself from from Chris Benoit and that whole situation as, as as much as possible. I I understand that. If you want to do that, why isn't there a widespread movement to distance yourself? from this event, even though it happened three years ago. As in, we, we saw guys like Shawn Michaels and Batista use moves like the crossface and like the diving headbutt and like the cutthroat sign. You see that stuff all the time on WWE TV. That brings up memories of Chris Benoit. I don't understand how choking somebody with a tie, that is the most... BX excuse for a firing that I've heard in a long time. And that's why it's, it's making me think that it, this can't really be a true shoot because uh, that seems like a terribly phony excuse that was concocted just purely uh, on a whim. And it doesn't make any real storyline sense. But then again, it certainly doesn't make any real life sense either. So. I don't know what to make of this whole situation and, and this whole Linda Senate thing. I don't think it, it's it's related at all. I think it's just a storyline to to you know to so set how up. how can they do that if they send out a letter to all all of uh, Linda McMahon's uh, like Senate campaign? That's the only thing that makes me believe that this may not be a work. 
because that I believed everything like we talked about off the air. But now what now that I just saw that letter, that letter just seems too legit. Especially when you're dealing with politics. I think uh it, it it's for Linda, she's in a tough spot because you can't just ignore ignore what goes on in the company. You 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 have to uh, I don't know. Uh, it, I don't know. That's a very good very very good question. I don't know. Did I did I just stump the legendary Kyle Cruz? You you didn't really stump me. You didn't really stump me. I'm on WrestleZone.com right now. I can't believe I'm saying this. But I'm on WrestleZone.com right now. And, you know, it could be. It could be a fake email. I'm not saying it is. This doesn't necessarily have to be a legitimate email. It could have been something just made up, sent in to, to WrestleZone. Uh, that wouldn't be the first time that... WrestleZone has posted a fake link or a fake story. Uh, they're the only site of any sort of reputation to to have this up. And uh, until I, I see it on an actual news site like ProWrestling.net or PWTorch.com, I'm going to deny the the validity college graduate. Hey, I'm still in college. Validity of the letter. That's all. Come on, Mr. Sports Writer. All right. We have a caller that's been in queue for a while now. I believe I know who this is. It's from the 678 area code. Caller, you're on the air. Oh, hello. Hey, it's me. It's What's going on, Dakaris? And Dakaris. Dakaris, <laughs> what's the good word tonight? Oh, uh, I'm oh raw last night. The good words. I I was surprised with all the the, the unity going on with WWE against NXT. Oh, yeah, that was truly yeah a sight to see. I mean, and, and the ending when when they especially took Bret Hart out, or or was that what they tried to do? But your thoughts on that? Oh my thoughts! Oh, I was like, wow! I'm like, man, this man, the youth movement is a lot stronger than I thought. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. But I'm going to tell you something, though. Okay, I'm going to tell you why I was not a fan of that uh, whole limo incident. All right. Okay. It it looked too fake to me. Now let me explain to you why it looked too fake. They throw Bret Hart in the back of a limo, right? And then, yeah. pretty much, you know when you throw him in the limo, he's pretty much scooting all the way up to the front of the limo, right where the driver is. Hmm. So having him repeatedly being back, gone forward, backed up, thrown forward, backed up, that that right there just killed the whole entire, like, that whole entire scene for me right there on Monday night. I mean, it made absolutely little to no sense to throw them into a limo where you know that, like, there are probably safety restraints regardless in the limo. But I still do not believe that 
I mean, they could have done like 50,000 other things with the limo. Granted, blowing it up was already done once. But they could have done like almost anything else possible with that limo. And plus, it goes back to the WrestleMania storyline of when, quote, unquote, Brett broke his leg and then found out it's a false. I mean, does Bret Hart here now have a fetish for limousines and finds out that you can get by with anything you can by using a limo? I mean, it just shows that it was it was a good effort, just not very well, poorly ex very poorly executed. They needed to think more time on it, and it just killed the whole entire angle for me right then and there. And then just dragging them out. I mean, you didn't even see him like see like any kind of damage to him, or he's hurt, or anything oh. like that. I mean, Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. True. But, Dakaris, can I put you on hold for a split second? We have, we actually have a very special guest that I want you oh, to listen Oh, really? Very true. Really now? This is a brand new guest. Mm. All right. Kyle, you there? Yeah, man, I'm here. All right. We have none other than the legendary Father Time. Father Time, are you there? I'm here. How's everything in California? How's everything in California? Everything is doing fine now. Father Time, now is is, is this the uh, the esteemed father of Just in Time? This is speaking. Yes. All right. So 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 before you before you get on before you get on with your point, I have to ask you, how does it feel to raise a complete failure? No, I'm just kidding. I'm just sure. Hey, he knows more about wrestling than I do, and I've been watching wrestling a lot longer than him. No, I'm just giving you a hard time, man. I'm just giving you a hard time. It is, it is a it is a pleasure to speak to you again. I know I think we we spoke what about a year ago for for yeah. maybe like two years or so. But yeah, it's uh, it's nice to talk to you again. Very good. Now I want everyone's opinion on what is going to happen with, with, with this new angle that's out there with all the new kids. I I have it. I have. Uh, I have my own opinion on what's going to happen. Now, does anybody else have an opinion on what's going to happen? Um, you lead the charge. Uh, me, um, I, I, last week I was saying that the that the obvious choice is that um, the group would be led by one Michael Cole. Um, then later on in the week, I started to to think that maybe the group will be led by. Um, by Chris Jericho because he's been on a little bit of a, of a losing streak and, and he might have been frustrated with how things are going. And so he leads this group of, of rookies because if you notice, Jericho w- wasn't in on the, uh, on the group attacks that happened at all last night. So maybe it's him. Um, I was thinking earlier today, too, that it might be a conspiracy con- concocted by Vince McMahon. I don't necessarily want that to happen, but that that's also a possibility too. Uh, a scheme concocted by McMahon to maybe get back at Bret Hart, and maybe th- this is the reason why Bret Hart was allowed to become GM, was you know because he wanted to get back at Bret Hart for WrestleMania and, and all that. But I I don't know. It's, it's so many options that they can go in, and uh, it, you know who knows at this point. But what is your idea, Mr. You, you and I are on the same wavelength. I, I saw this coming two weeks ago when they made Jericho into the new jobber. For some mm. reason, uh, he has, I mean, he's he lost uh, big shows, push with him, and now he's got to do something to get back 
against everybody. And the only way I can see it is he's going to form together with a bunch of the new kids, and he's going to go and probably become like an NWO type of organization where they're going to come in and just raise havoc week after week after week. I like that I I like that idea a whole lot. Um what do you think will be Jericho's explanation? I mean, will 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 Jericho be the mouthpiece of the group or will he handle most of the entering action? Like how do you what what role do you think Jericho is going to take? Jericho has great in-ring presence, and they're going to give him the microphone. There's no doubt about that. Right. And they're just going to let him. He's going to be the ringleader, and he's going to have all the kids do all the dirty work. That's basically (laughs) what I think it's going to be. Nice, nice. Justin, your uh, your thoughts on old uh, Father Time? Sorry, old Father Time. I I have to. I have to get it right and respect my elders and all. What do you think of Father Time's – no disrespect by that, by the way. But uh, what do you think of Father Time's uh, uh, um, idea for the rest of this angle? Well, me and Father Time discussed this earlier in the day, and I believe that he could be on the right path here. I mean, after he said that, me and him had a discussion about it and come to find out that uh, – I think it's a very soundproof. I mean, granted, last week I was with you on the whole Michael Cole angle, but when Michael Cole got up and left during uh, the when all the NXT rookies came out, uh, that pretty much just kind of like sealed the deal off that deal. And Jericho just seems like the likely culprit. I mean, I can't think of anyone else besides Jericho and or McMahon right now at this point in time to lead such a conclave of superstars. The only way that Michael Cole could be involved would be for him to leave, and that would leave the opening to bring Jr. back in. That is another mm-hmm. way to do it, because Jr. has been out for almost over a year now, I believe, and that would be an opening for him to come back into Raw again. That's true, but he, Jr. has not signed any, uh, was it, uh, superstar contract or anything like right. that, character That's contract, true. so... Pretty much, Jr. is pretty much no longer a character on uh, WWE programming. Well, so unless you have that, this, this could be a way to bring him back. Just a thought. It could be, I, yes. I'm still going to go with the uh, Jericho theory. Sounds good. Okay, Mr. guys. All right. Thank you, you for your Thank Bye-bye. you, sir. All right. Quite the special guest, man. I, I uh, I'm, I'm very impressed that Father Tom could pay us a visit this week. That's very true. Now i got to pick up on the cars, and then right after we get the cars on, we have the legendary Jimmy Z back, and I'm pretty sure with a couple stories from his homeland of Greece. But the cars, you're back on the air. Thanks for being on hold. Oh, yeah. I'm sorry about that, but this is the first time Father Time has ever been on the Atomic Drop show, and it's almost two-year existence, so it was quite an honor to have my pops on there. Yeah, I was like, that's cool having your dad on your own show. Well, that's, I have a cool dad. What more can I say? <laughs> Too bad he couldn't raise a cool son, but all right. Yeah, well, you know what? We all have our problems in life, and your mother gave birth to you. But anyways. Oh, such a prick. The car. Yeah. I want to ask for your opinion on this real quick before we get to Jimmy Z. So I'm watching this fatal four-way match on Raw, 
and I oh, heard all God. the way out in the distance. All the way yeah. out in the land of Georgia. I just heard Don't even start. <laughs> I heard Please. that. It was like a little faint. Then I heard a coyote off in the background even farther. So the Taurus, I need to ask you for your opinion. What happened to your boy? Oh, about... The title a month long. Oh, about the Miz winning that USI. I think personally, I think it's BS because first of all, that that was our truth's hometown for God's sake, and they're gonna make him lose in front of his own home, and he had the biggest pop of the evening. Two out of the four guys. I mean, it's, I mean, I don't, I don't get that at all. I really don't. They make. Yeah. That's true. That is true. true. The cars, uh, well, still there. Hey. The cars? Yeah. Okay, I thought we lost you there for a second. No, 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 you didn't. There, there, right. there's a, there's always a chance that our truth can gain the title back. I mean, there, there's a fatal four-way for the U.S. title coming up uh, at the pay-per-view this Sunday, so he might be able to get it back. But and uh, I'm sorry that our truth has dropped the belt last night. You know, but then on, on the plus side, you know, it's it for our truth, but I like Miz, so it's a plus for me. Same here. This yeah, is a yeah. pro-Miz podcast right here. <laughs> I know, oh, don't yeah. cry, don't cry, don't cry. I'm not going to cry, man. I'm just pissed <laughs> off is all. Well, 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 well don't, don't fret, because over on SmackDown, you still have Kofi Kingston, right? He's your boy, right? Yeah. Uh-huh. Now, that think about, now that I think about it, yeah. Mm. Wait, wait. And, 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 and your boy John Cena is still WWE champion. So all good. So so all things are good there, right? Two out of uh, your three yeah, champions. Yeah, but I, I have a bad feeling he might lose that fail four-way because I bet you them NXT guys going to probably jump him again or distract him. I don't know. It's like... You know, I want to... Oh. oh, go ahead. Well, no, just real quick, because I know that we have Jimmy Z on the line as well, but I just want to get your your thoughts and your opinions. Um, NXT Season 2 debuted last week. What what do you think of uh, of what you saw from the eight rookies so far and all of the pairings and the matchup, and, and who is your personal favorite to win the whole thing? Me, I'm going on a limb right now. I'm taking Miz's rookie Alex Riley, I think he's just what the Fed is looking for. I think he will be on the, the fast track, and he will get uh, the supposed contract at the end of the season, and he'll go on to be the next WWE superstar. What, what do you think about that? Uh, we'll see. Personally, I mean, I saw him at the house show, like I told you, last week. And, uh, personally, I just I just, just think of him as another mid, man. I know he's like the Miz's brother. <laughs> hair wise, yeah. I just, I just think he's right here. Stick together. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> so who, who did you pick to win the whole thing? I right, wait. I know who. Oh, it's Percy Watson, isn't it? Oh, oh yeah. Mm, yeah, he, he's one of my picks to win it. It's, it's, it's either him or Michael McGillicuddy. One of the two. For right now, yeah, anyway. Right. Wait a minute. All right, all right can't. Can, can I go on a little bit of a rant? Just a little bit. What? Can, can you just hang, we have to get Jimmy Z on the line here first. Can you hold on to that rant? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. All right, Dakar. Right, 
the cars call back in in maybe about 10 minutes, all right? We'll get you right back on the air. All right, all right. All right, see you, Dakaris. See you. Legendary superfan Dakaris, and now patiently waiting in the catacombs of the Atomic Drop switchboard. It's the legendary burger flipper himself, Jimmy Z. What's happening? Jimmy, welcome back to the Atomic Drop show. Let's get a couple things straight right now. I was in Macedonia. I wasn't in Greece. All right? My apologies. No problem. I, I, I accept your apologies. Uh, number two, I'm so, I'm so goddamn lost in what the hell is going on right now because I have really not watched that much programming. I actually, I actually only watched the first quarter of Raw last night and I passed out on my couch. Well, oh I, man! You know, so, uh, so you know, we, Kyle. Uh, you know, we, you know, we. Uh, <laughs> I don't I have no, I had no idea what was going on. No idea. Look, I. I, I remember watching the U.S. title match, and then and then it was over. I'm still I'm still on jet lag, so I just I and I work I worked all day at the shop, so I'm just catching up on everything. So don't uh, I, I I got a little bits and pieces of what happened last night uh, from you guys with the whole Jericho thing, but um the, and I still haven't watched NXT, but the whole the whole McGill the whole thing to me is I I don't know. I mean obviously McMahon's always got something up his sleeve, but I don't know why you would take. I don't know why you would take Kurt Henning's son and 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 make him a McGillicuddy. I mean that to me, that to me doesn't really uh, make too much sense. But it, it, it he's, and especially with a good point that I read online, if you can give David Otunga his real name because of his status uh, with this whole A-list baloney. I mean, you know, I don't understand why he he. Uh, I'm just interesting to know what he's going to do with this McGillicuddy name because. I think it's just like taking Ted DiBiase and giving him a different name too. It just makes no sense. Yeah, I, I, I really don't understand what the deal is there. I mean, if they can, if they can take anybody else, like a David Otunga, like a Ken Shamrock, like a Dan Severn, like like all of these other guys who have come in from other platforms, whether it be entertainment or other sports, who who transition, they've never changed their names. When you take one of the true greats in the business, like a Kurt Henning, where everybody knows that that, that was Mr. Perfect's actual name. Let's not kid ourselves. Everybody knows that Kurt Henning was Mr. Perfect. And they know, and, and they've, they've acknowledged it, and they've alluded to the fact that McGillicuddy is Kurt Henning's son. They haven't explained why. McGillicuddy either changed his name or they haven't given a single explanation for that, and I don't know why. And that is one of the things that seriously need to be fixed uh, soon because, or just addressed because that that is already something that I just hate about NXT season two already. Yeah, I haven't watched it yet. I mean, I don't know what's really going on. I don't really know what they have on there. Uh, but, I mean, it even dates back. I mean, now, to my knowledge, now, and then maybe you guys can help me out here, uh, Randy Savage, did, did, was his father a wrestler before he was? Yes. That was uh, his His name was actually Angelo Poffo, who passed away, oh, what, okay. about two months so, ago? So, like Paho, that. and, that's, and that's another thing, too. Randy's real first name, I believe, is Randy, but it was Randy Paho. And that's the same thing, too. Like, even, I mean, this, so, so I, I guess now what, what I'm doing, what I'm actually doing mm-hmm. is, is, is I'm pro, uh, procrastinating, and, 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 and I'm also giving good points on the whole situation. That, but back then, it wasn't really all, it, but that, him, him, being, him, him being Randy Savage, I don't really think had anything to do with, uh, 
with uh, the whole. Uh, I, I, it wasn't. It wasn't about ownership of the name back then. I, I it, you know, so I think, well, I think, the, I think the whole McGillicuddy thing is more of, of ownership status. Actually, back back then, it actually was about owning a certain name, and the only reason why guys like Ric Flair and the Dusty Rhodes why they get to why they got to keep their name was, was because they they were such mainstays in rival promotion NWA that it, that people would wouldn't take the Fed as seriously. I think that now and 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 and, and also too, Angelo Poffo was never addressed on WWE TV as being Randy Savage's father. They they never ever said that. So there's the main difference. It's one thing if if they if Michael McGillicuddy never said, yeah, I'm the son of Mr. Perfect, uh, Kurt Henning. It's one thing if he never said that, but he said it, and the announcers stressed that time and time again. Because of that, they have to address the facts. You know uh, why? Why does he have a different name? So even if the announcer said, oh well, uh, when he turned 18. He took on his, his his mother's maiden name for some reason because he hates that. I don't know. It just just yeah. something to to address that. And un, until they do, I mean, you never know. I mean, if they're if they're gonna if they're gonna give uh, if they're gonna give the um, the Ted DiBiase Jr. the whole uh, in, in all actuality, he really is almost just I mean the more laid back without the bling bling blazer. Um, you know, he's really really taking on. Uh, his father. I mean, shit. He's got Virgil for God's sake. So he's, you know, he's really taking on his his, uh, his father's uh, gimmick. But who knows? Maybe maybe they'll drop the McGillicuddy name and they'll just call his ass Mr. Perfect too. You know, you never know. You never know. You're absolutely right. I mean, McMahon's been paying trademark on the son of a bitch for 20 years. He might as well get something out of it. But I mean, now now I now I know I know. I know my good friend over here. Okay, doesn't like TNA, but I need. To, I, <clears> that's, that I, I have. I have. I see. While I was gone, I was watching bits and pieces. I had to watch the invasion because I went when when he told me online, he was like, "Oh yeah, you know." And so I went online. I watched it. I didn't wait to get home, which was good because my DVR cut off that episode because I I OD'd on my uh, hard drive over there. Um, nice. But um, what's been going on with TNA? Are we getting any? Are we getting anything? Anything good other than Tommy Dreamer showing up last night, which was a that was that was, that was a big surprise. Seriously, seriously. That no, no, that that was as as a uh, Dixie Carter referred to as, or she was typing it as a quote a nice surprise. This nice isn't surprise. the this isn't the big change that Dixie Carter has been hyping oh, pretty no, much I, all I, week I, I, on, on, on I, I, I know I know the big change is something different, but I just was okay. I mean I don't know. I mean I mean I, I just you know what, not not for nothing. I you know, I I like Tommy Dreamer, always have, always will. But you know what? He has been he he he's been eighty percent of his career he was a jobber. So you know what, seriously? Mm. You know, that's I, I don't even see that being a nice surprise, you know? Like I said, I, I I have a lot of respect for the guy. I think I think he is one of I think he is uh, you know a guy that is in the perfect position right now to compare to Tommy Dreamer as far as a position in the company is Kane. 
okay, Kane will go and he will do whatever's best for the show, whatever's best for the business, which means if he's got to lose to CM Punk when he didn't even give him a go to sleep, which was the most pathetic thing I've ever saw in my life, okay, that's what he's going to do because, you know what I mean? So, And I think Tommy Dreamer was, was very similar to that early on in his career and even and, and even in his, in his last days with, with McMahon. Yeah, I, I I see that comparison, but I more so than Kane, I like to draw more of a co- comparison between Tommy Dreamer and Finley, only because it, it, and, and and Kane and Tommy are kind of the same, but I think that like Finley, uh, to- Tommy is best served instead of being in ring. He's better served being an, an agent. Backstage, you know, sure. being the, you know, being a middleman be, be, between the wrestlers and management, and being the guy to actually, you know, formulate it and put together all of the matches. I think that that's yeah. where they really shine. Now, there's also been this talk of starting this is this revamped ECW faction called EB2, and I know that that uh, I, I believe Raven and uh, and Stevie Richards are, are backstage at the TNA tapings right now, and. You know, you have you have the Dudleys there, Team 3D, and you have Rob Van Dam, and you have you know they, they, other, they have they have a large, large, large selection of ECW uh, originals there, which I think would be a great angle, you know. And I think and the thing about it is too, from what I've been reading, it sounds like uh it sounds like Heyman is. It, 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 it's still not. It still hasn't been quoted as a, it will never happen. So never say never, how they say in the restaurant, or not in the restaurant. But yeah, I'm sitting at work here, which is don't say never <laughs> in the restaurant business either, because you never know what the hell is going to happen. But never say never in the rest in the wrestling business. You know, uh, I mean, if if if, um, if Eric Bischoff can show up on Raw and hug McMahon, which I think I've said this on the show before, anything can happen. That's very true. Very true, very true. I gotta agree with that, right too. I mean, you know, so anything can happen, my friends. But what I need to do is I need to what I, I need a little bit of an overview from you guys. What's been going on 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 the impact? Anything good? Anything bad? Well, I, we obviously know there's a lot of bad. So I mean, just give me a little good for God's sake. I think is, is Flair is, is Flair still the only highlight of the show, or what the hell is going on? Oh, Guy, Flair! All you. Flair is still uh, a highlight of the show. Um. I don't know if you knew this, but TNA had uh, the Slammiversary. Pay- well, yeah, you obviously knew because Tommy Dreamer, uh, you found yeah. out about him. But, but yeah, um, pretty much everything, pretty much everything on Slammiversary was good except the main event. And that's never a good sign. But you had a really solid match between Kurt Angle and, and Kazarian. You, you had a nicely built, a, a nicely built feud between uh, Jay Lethal and AJ Styles, and, and they had a fantastic match. I like, um, I liked what they did with Douglas Williams, the Exhibition Champion, and uh, Brian Kendrick. I, I also like the matchup between, um, between Matt Morgan and Hernandez. And it, it's, it's like TNA is doing the exact opposite than what WWE has done leading up in, into the pay-per-view this Sunday, and that was build solid mid-card matchups, build solid, intriguing mid-card matches. And I think that, that the undercard was a lot better than the main event at Slammiversary. Um, I, I haven't read any of the TNA Impact spoilers for the next few weeks, but um, I will, and, you know, hopefully the the promotion will get a little bit better. It It hasn't been too much of a difference, but sadly, 
slowly, slowly but surely, it's been getting better over time, and hopefully that trend will continue. And uh, TNA's ratings are, are starting to go up just just a little bit after that disaster of an experiment on Monday nights uh, beginning in March. So, you know, it, things are yeah, looking up somewhat for TNA. That was, yeah, I mean, because, I mean, I guess, like you said, it, 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 believe it when I see it, but they were, the, there were another to- a handful of talks uh, about bringing Heyman and Solvin in, and I don't really know how how their, those two relationships are. I mean, do Heyman and Solvin, are they, are they, are they all right, or what, 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 I don't even know what the deal with them is. Yeah, I'm sorry, with Hogan and who? No, Heyman and Kevin Sullivan. I think they were talking oh, about bringing them as friends, but about bringing them to in to do the to do the booking because you know. I mean, I'm I'm not gonna, I'm I'm telling you right now, Heyman is one of the best in the business. I think that if McMahon, I think if McMahon gave Heyman a little bit more to work with, I think ECW would have made would it would have uh, made it somewhere. Um, but I think I don't I don't I, I just don't really think McMahon wanted to give him another chance. I don't think I don't think he I don't think McMahon wanted to see him and go anywhere. And I think that's why his, his life on ECW didn't really last very long. Um, I have heard talks of, of Paul Heyman. Um, Dixie Carter has kind of shut that down, but I don't know if that's just her kind of throwing the pot in. That might be a, a, a red herring. That is that. Is, Basically, a, a creative overall is the thing that TNA needs. Um, right now, the regime under Russo, uh, Ferrara, and Borash and Conway, those, those four aren't working. Um, if Heyman well, was... Borash is writing for TNA, too. Is that why he is... Is, is Borash even been on TV? Yeah, he, he's currently serving as the ring announcer. Well, it, their, their, their system is basically a committee. It's about seven or eight guys, but it's mostly headed up by Vince Russo and Ed Ferrara. Um, Borash sits on on the meetings. I, I believe Mike Tanay does as well. And, and then there there is this intern who's in his mid twenties. His, his name is Matt Conway, and he was brought in about five or six years ago. And uh, he, he he's really he's not particularly a wrestling fan, and he doesn't know much about the business. But they they say that. His, his his memory is 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 extremely sharp, and they supposedly like that about him. But other than that, he brings absolutely nothing to the creative process. But in a, in, a, in a company like TNA, when you're under a guy like Russo, committee booking doesn't work. There needs to be a creative mind above Russo to filter all of his ideas, just like Vince McMahon did during the Attitude Era. And until they make that creative change, whether Heyman is, is that filter, which I don't know if he'll be good in that role, Heyman either has to be just brought in to be that filter or to just completely take over the book, which I'm, I'm not exactly sure if Heyman is willing to do that, but I would love to see it. Sure. Now, now I mean, now, and, and, if, and if Russo and Ferreira are the head of the, of the writing and the booking, what the hell, what the hell are, what the hell is uh, Bischoff and Hogan doing? Uh, Bischoff is, uh, I believe his, his, his official quote-unquote title is executive consultant. I, I'm... Executive, I, they, listen, listen, there's only one executive consultant of wrestling, and that's Mr. Perfect. Ooh. Okay. 
that 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 is what Bischoff's role is. Uh, according to him, he he says that he is the executive consultant. I I don't necessarily know what that means. I'm I'm guessing that means he's 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 just you know like he he sits on the booking meetings, but he doesn't really contribute that many ideas. He's just he's just basically there for showing collecting a paycheck. Hogan. Have, have they oh. done? A, have they done? A, have they done a good job of ruining the woman, the, the, the women's division there, or what? Yes, in in fact, um, so many uh, knockouts have exited the company, like Roxy, who who was there off and on for about the last what, maybe three, four years, maybe. She had her, her last match at Slammiversary when she lost to Madison Rain for the knockout championship, and ODB, quite possibly my favorite knockout that was left in TNA. She was. Oh, well, she and, and, uh, and TNA have parted ways. Don't know the, the reason why, but apparently ODB is going to do some acting while she's away from TNA. So TNA's division now is basically the beautiful people. And, oh, there, there is a new knockout. Her name is Rosie Lotta Love, and she's, um, she's a rather large woman. And um, she's kind like of not... Rosie Lotta Love? Rosie Lotta Love, yes. Uh, you, 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 you have to go on, on YouTube or go on TNAWrestling.com, whatever, and, and find a, a picture or, or find her in action because she's a rather large woman, and she's kind of playing a, a tweener character. Uh, she's so, somebody new and so, somebody that we haven't seen in a long time. Jimmy, I, 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 I'm not sure if you remember this, but think back to maybe 93 or 94, there was a, a lady wrestler in, in WWF called Bertha Faye. Do you remember that name at all? Yeah, Bertha Faye. Yeah, I do remember Bertha Faye. I'm just trying. She was, uh, yeah, she, she had the wild hair. Uh, yes. Fairly, fairly large. Yes. Fairly large. She, I'm, trying to, I'm trying to picture her, but yeah, she was just a total mess. Yeah, that's basically what Rose. <laughs> that is exactly what Rose. That's probably the best, best, best way to describe poor Bertha. Oh man, <laughs> that's basically what she is. Oh well, that's. that's I mean, that's good. so Rosie, ho, ho, Rosie, whole lot of love. Lotta Rosie, lot of love. Rosie, lot of love. Rosie Lotta Love. Okay, Rosie Lotta Love. I'm, so I'm thinking maybe one of the new characters is gonna be, is gonna be called uh, Black uh, Black and Back. I'm thinking right now. I mean, are we, are we gonna, just gonna take ACDC tunes and turn them inside out or upside down or backwards? What are we doing over here? I I don't know, dude. It's it, dude. It's Dude, it, it's it's TNA. Who who can really figure them out? Who can figure them out? I'm not, dude. B- Bischoff is without a doubt was the luckiest man in the wrestling business. Okay, he was the luckiest, and he had the world by the balls. And because he thought he was untouchable, he fell straight on his face. Okay. I mean, it, it, uh, unbelievable, unbelievable. I mean, I, I, I know. And, 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 and look, so what happened? Then Scott Hall got arrested in an Orlando bar? Seriously? Seriously? You're Scott Hall and you're out in a bar in Orlando getting drunk, making an ass out of yourself? The man's got a serious problem. I agree, man. He's, he's gone from, from, you know, from TNA for good, and hopefully they'll never bring him back again. But, so, 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 it's, so it's official. He's done. 
Yeah, Scott yeah. Hall is officially done with the tag team title. How they're going to get the belt off of him is still anyone's guess. So, okay, so, so because, see, I, I was gone when I saw that on the wrestling news that he got arrested. Now, he got arrested. I saw his mugshot, which was serious. That, now, that's, I mean, when you look up mugshot in the goddamn dictionary, you should see Scott Hall's picture in there. That's what you should see, okay? Okay. They, 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 you, know, you know how they have before and after pictures of meth addicts? They should have a picture of Razor Ramon and a picture of, of Scott Hall right now and say, this is what the wrestling business does to you if you don't want your ass. <laughs> uh, uh, I think he's oozing a, a little bit more than machismo nowadays. That's all oh, I'm saying. Dude, un- I, could, I couldn't believe it. I couldn't believe it. So now, so in the, see, that's another thing, too. I, I, I did not read yet that uh, Scott Hall was officially released, but was he ever unofficially on a contract? Yes, he was. Well, okay, so. he, he, he was on a, a nightly deal like a lot of the TNA wrestlers are now. He was on a, a nightly deal, but um, it was him, Sean Waltman, and a lot of the new guys – that were brought in once Hogan came in. They were all brought in on nightly contracts, and and and, and Hall and Waltman kind of had to earn their stripes and 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 earn their way to, you know, to, to really be brought in in a in a quote unquote money position. And Hall and Waltman, they both kind of blew it. So, you know, yeah, I, they, I, they, I I don't they, I don't well, at, at least with Waltman, they 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 showed his exit on television. You know what I mean? Uh, they showed his exit on television and. But um, they, I, that's, yeah, that's another thing I don't understand. I mean, it's sad to say, it's very sad to say, and I don't, you know, last thing I want to see is anything bad happen to any of these guys. But I really think Scott Hall is really going to be one of the next in line to permanently be gone from not only just the restaurant or the, the wrestling business, but just in general because he's he's following that path right now. I mean, it's if if you if you have just been giving this this this, this born again opportunity. Okay, and then you're going to go, and, and obviously he's not going to leave Orlando. I don't think he has enough for a goddamn flight to leave Orlando. But, that's so that, you know, you're going to go to a bar in Orlando and just make a complete AH out of yourself, you know, you know, especially when you've got this, this second running, this second running in, in, in a, a great opportunity, you know. Uh, it's just, it, I don't know, I, I, I just don't. The man must have some serious, serious demons inside of him. If, if, in order for that to have happened, I mean, I, this man needs serious help. I, I hope he gets it because I really, he, he, he is a, a classic. He'll be forever a classic in in, in the restaurant business. Uh, I mean, once again, I'm stuck on this restaurant business stuff, man. I, 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 he's forever <laughs> would a you hire Scott Hall if given the opportunity? And, uh, would I hire him? I'd give yeah. him a one day. I'd give him a one day contract, and I'd put my Facebook status. Come get an autograph from Scott Hall. And <laughs> <laughs> Make as much money off you can off him, man. I know. Okay, I'd say, hey yo. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, like I said, but I mean, uh, you know, you guys are busy. I got actually got to tend back to over here. But my customers are walking in saying, "What? Who the hell is he talking to?" You know, uh, so, uh, but I will uh, definitely get back on top of what's, what, what's going on, and uh, I will uh, call back, and then uh, hopefully, um, hopefully uh, in the next couple of weeks, uh, I myself will, in uh, the uh, the Atomic Drop Show, will have a, a, a special surprise for the uh, 
for the for the listeners. Yes, it's true. We're going to be having a special surprise for all the listeners. If you enjoy this segment, stay tuned in a few weeks. We'll be able to tighten you up just right. Yeah, we're gonna. It, it's gonna be. It's gonna be uh, very similar to what grinds my gears. Okay. Mm. Well, it sounds good, Jimmy. Thanks a lot, man. Be sure to call us back uh, next week. All right. Later, home. Take care, guys. See ya. All right. Sure. See ya. Bye. All right. The legendary Jimmy Z. All right, we have to go right now. We still have callers in queue. Stay on the line, callers. See you next week. See ya. All right. We are now officially, yes, we are now officially in the, uh, in the, the after, after show. Hours. Yes. The, uh, the after party. Right, the after party located exclusive, or exclusively located for the listeners to our archive show at blogtalkradio.com slash the Atomic Drop Show or on iTunes, wherever you choose to get this show. By the way, if you are listening to this show in the archive, we air every Tuesday night at 9 p.m. Eastern, 6 p.m. Pacific, live on blogtalkradio.com slash the Atomic Drop Show. And before we waste any more time, let's go back to Atlanta, Georgia. Our super fan, the Cars. No, the Cars, are you there? Yeah. The cars. I first. I want to apologize for having you wait for so very long, but having Father Time and the return of the legendary Jimmy Z. I mean, it was just it's such an epic show for us today. Yeah. Yeah. Huh? And I can tell you're so thrilled about that too. Hmm. But the yeah. cars. All right. The show is yours now. What would you want to talk about? Oh, last thing we talked about before Jimmy Z call was with the NXT um, situation, season two. All right. All right. What would you like to talk about then? Oh, oh. Um, last th- we were talking about what um, Michael wanted me to say who I want to win NXT season two. Yes. Go right ahead. Oh, uh, with me for right now, I, I want, of course, Percy Watson to, to win it, and, and I want. If he doesn't win, I want either Caval or Michael McGillicuddy to win it for right now. All right, all right. And why do you think one of those two should be able to win it? Because Michael McGillicuddy, I'm like, that that promo he gave last week towards the end of the show about, like, getting on both uh, Titus and um, Allison Riley's um, answers and stuff, I was like, he was so right on on, on that stuff. I mean... And, and, and I hope I mean to, I'm thinking tonight we're probably gonna see what he's made of. So I can't wait to see his wrestling skills because yeah, I keep hearing he he wrestled just like his dad. So, so time will tell. Do you think he'll be able to use the the perfect plex? Well, that's one of his moves. I checked it out on, on his Wiki, on the Wikipedia side. That, that's one of his finishers. All right, but do you think they that uh, they're going to call it the perfect plex though once he executes it? Uh, I I doubt it. I don't know. I mean, that's one of the big things. I mean, you can't just have the perfect plex be called just something else. It needs to be called the perfect plex. Hmm. Yeah. I mean, quote me if I'm wrong here, but I think I'm right about that. Yeah, well, I know they they would have. 
Or at least a fisherman suplex. Yeah. Agreed, agreed. Uh, Kyle, you still there? Yeah, yeah, man, I'm still here, dude. I'm All right. still here. All right. I hope you weren't sleeping or just whacking off, one of the two. Uh, no, I do that off the air now. All right. Good to know. So what are your thoughts on who's going to take home the NXT contract? Well, like I said, I I thought that um, Alex Riley will be the guy. They gave him pro- probably the most high pro- most high profile um, uh, pro in that show in the Miz, and I think that uh, you know based on the fact that Jericho's rookie won it during season one, I I think that you know Riley will probably take it, if not Riley. Um, I, you know, my, my, my sentimental pick is Caval, but I doubt he will get, you know, get that much shine on, on the show because, especially because of his pairing with Layla and Michelle McCool. I don't like the, the, the team of Lay Cool at all, but, um, that's my sentimental pick. Also, coming up my top three is, is probably, um, probably Michael McGillicuddy. Um, he's probably second on my list as far as, legitimate people who who could, could win also i i i do like uh percy watson he he's 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 kind of my joke pick but you know he he's all right he, he has nice charisma and he's all right in, in the ring and you know i i could see one of those four for winning but my bona fide pick who, who i'm just throwing my throwing all my support behind is uh alex riley so hopefully he'll be able to eke out the win on NXT in season two. Sounds good. My pick is the guy with the Dudley Boy glasses. That's Percy Watson. That's Percy? See, I have That's... I have been unable to watch any NXT right now, so I'm a little behind in the times. Yeah. So what I need to do is, you know, that's besides the point. But what I need to do is hop on to justin.tv.com in order to catch up on all of my sweet NXT action. And while you're at it, you're going to go on RussellZone.com, too, and, and read all of, of, the, of, of the stuff posted by rumor and horror mongers over there, right? And after that, you're going to go listen to, to some, uh, some, some of that damn shadowy Flight Night Rider podcast, aren't you? Aren't you, right? Yeah? All I'm right. actually going to listen to Steel Cage Radio. Well, even better. Even better. I like those guys. See? See, you're trying to, you see, I'm in such a good mood, you can't turn me tonight, man. All right. Nakaris, any last-minute words of wisdom that you'd like to give our viewers? Oh, uh, I just wanted to say that tomorrow, I cannot wait that I'm finally graduating, so. Graduating? Well, what? What are you graduating from? From, from I mean, from high school, college? Where, where are you? College, yeah, yeah. Just a, just my um childhood tech. I'm just two year college, so I'm getting my associates hopefully tomorrow. What what uh are you getting your associates degree in? If you don't mind me asking. Um, visual communications. Digital communications. No, nice. oh, visual. Oh, visual communication. What what do you 
I mean, I know that you say that you wanted to go in into voice acting, but what what would, would you like to do with that uh, with that AA degree once you get out? Uh, um, I mean, it's, it's under the print like around print and web design type of stuff. Hmm. Nice. Nice. All right. I I like them. I could dig that. I could dig that a whole lot. So good luck with that, and, and you know, and congratulations with uh, with your, your graduation and you know all your. I, I wish you nothing but success. I'm sure on behalf of myself and for Justin over there, I wish you nothing but your continued success. You know, and once again, man, congratulations. Yeah. Thank you.
Why'd you say that for? Well, Kyle Cruz should be able to find anything. Hey, I'm doing my due diligence, man. Just remember that. Just remember. Let's see. I'm trying to think of his name. His name was like RK. No, I don't know. I'll find it. I, I will find it. And if not within the next, like, 10 seconds. Ah, his first sell was actually the one for No Mercy 2008. So that was uh, that was since October of 08. So it's been about a year and a half. Been about a year and a half. Good old super fan Dakaris. I love the guy, man. And, and you know, we're, we're definitely pr- proud of him. You know, see... See, here on the Atomic Drop, we care about our fans, or at least I do. You know, and we want to know what's going on with, with you guys. So, you know, just shoot us an email or hook, you know, or try to get a hold of us on Facebook or Twitter and everything like that, you know, so, so we can see what's going on with our fans and we can interact like we do with Takara. So, you know, yeah, if you're a fan... Go on. Go on to Facebook, just type in Just In Time, T-U-I-M-E, or Kyle Cruz into your Facebook, and you'll be able to become one of our friends. Exactly. If you uh, want to say how way. much Kyle sucks, go right ahead, message him that, and he'd be more than happy to take all the criticism. Uh, any criticism, any uh, praise, whatever you want to give, I'm open to it, just like, you know, just like Justin Time is, I'm sure. I'm sure. Very much so. so. All right. Yes. All right, Kyle, do we have any final words before we close up this little after party we got? Actually, yes. I have a, a, a couple things to promote myself, and this is kind of selfish of me, but I don't care because I need to, to get the word out. For all you fans listening in Southern California, this Saturday night, you have to – you have to go and check out the final show for the AWS. And AWS, uh, Justin, I, I know you're not too familiar with, with this name, but it's a fan out here in Southern California. They, they've been around for, what, 11 years. Um, they first opened up as a wrestling shop, and then they, they transitioned into a full-fledged promotion. And they've been around for 11 years, and, and they're having their final show because the owner won Bart Kapitsky. Um, he, he's moving on, and he's shutting – shutting the, the doors down on the company. And the show is going down um, this Saturday night. I believe it starts at 7 p.m. Um, all of the information can, uh, all the information for that show can be found at alternativewrestlingshow.com, alternativewrestlingshow.com for all the directions and the location and all that good stuff. Plus, also, check out nwarrestling.com where I am a new full-time writer for that website. In, you know, the NWA, like, National Wrestling Alliance. The hell? That was me clapping for you. Oh, thank you. I, You're very welcome. Thank you. I like the sound effects around here. Yes. So, NWAWrestling.com for all of your, uh, well, hell, to see me write and, uh, you know, catch up on all the local independent wrestling feds that are a part of the NWA. And I'm pretty sure that there's one more thing, but I'm forgetting. So I guess it's not that important. All right. And I need to uh, promote one thing real quick before we go. Yes. yes. All right. 
since my boy Evan Cloud didn't call in. Yeah, man, I miss him this week. I miss him too. But since he's not here, I need to help promote really quick. NWA New York Pro Wrestling, Rochester gets extreme. They are promoting, I believe it's called, uh, it's uh, War Games. War Games. Uh, Continuing the tradition. It's Saturday, June 26th at the All-Star Sports Arena at uh, 557 East Ridge Road. Doors open at 5.30, bell time at 6 o'clock. Tickets in advance are $12, $15 at the door, and kids 10 and under are $7. Just in time, myself, I will be there. I'll be able to hang out with such legendary stars as the legendary Tommy Dreamer, Nunzio, Balls Mm, Mahoney, Nice. And uh, there's one mo- one more other cat that I'm forgetting right now. It's going to drive me nuts. Let's see. We 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 have Tommy Dreamer, Danny Doring, Colin Delaney, and Julio De Niro, uh, Nunzio, and Boston Honey. I'm telling you, dude. This, dude, this card is actually pretty sacked. And by the way, since I am uh, pretty much the unofficial uh, show for the NWA. All matches are are sanctioned under the direction of the NWA executive director Robert K. Trowbridge. Sorry, very true. That's all right. But like I said, uh, make sure you stop in, support Evan McLeod. He will be in action too. I mean, like I said, I'll be out there meeting all of our, hopefully, many of our Atomic Drop listeners if they are out in the Rochester area. And if you are, please come to the show. Afterwards, we're going to be going out to Woody's, too, to actually uh, go out to shake hands with uh, some of the other wrestlers and hopefully maybe even get a one-on-one interview exclusively for the Atomic Drop Show. Would love that to happen. Man, if there's anybody out there that... Go ahead, man. No, go right ahead. Go right ahead. I mean, I was going to say, what a way to help promote the one year or the two year anniversary of the Atomic Drop Show with a one on one exclusive with Tommy Dreamer. If there is anybody out there that can do it, it is you. So hopefully you can, can do that. That is coming up not this Saturday, but next Saturday, right? Correct. June twenty sixth. June twenty sixth at the All Star Sports Arena in WA New York. Wow. Check those guys out by the way at NWANewYork.com, the official uh, or the premier wrestling promotion in the Empire State. Those guys are awesome. And Justin, you, uh, I hope you have a great time. And we're going to have a great time next week because it will be our official two-year anniversary show. Stay tuned for, you know, like, to our, all of our, like, tools like Facebook and Twitter and YouTube. Facebook and MySpace and our MySpaces and whatnot. All that whatnot. Kyle, any final closing remarks? I think that's it, man. I think that is it. We've had a great time tonight. Had a nice little after party. I think we're good. All right. Well, for Kyle Cruz, I am just in time, and we will see you all in seven days. See ya. By the way, Lakers up by seven. No, I'm, I'm sorry. At the half, Lakers up by 20. Go Lakers. By the time we are on the air next week, there are, our, our two-year anniversary party will be uh, doubling as a celebration for uh, the Lakers. 
note for the Lakers winning another championship. Their 16th championship in franchise history. Go Kobe. Yeah. Go Lake. Yep. How's the real MVP, by the way? All right. See you all in seven. See ya. See ya.